Hey, thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and myself, Jonas Knox. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. So the NFL's got itself a problem. In particular, the NFC does. We'll get into all of that for you coming up here in just a couple of moments from now. It's two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. It's LeVar Arrington. It's Jonas Knox. No Brady Quinn. Uh, he'll be back on the air with us tomorrow here on FSR. You can hang out with us on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates and wherever you are making us a part of your Monday morning. We appreciate you doing so. We're going to take you all the way up through the end of the hour, 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific here. Here on FSR and uh, LeVar Arrington, uh, the NFC has a problem, and that problem is the Green Bay Packers and Oof. Aaron Rodgers. Uh, if uh, last night is any indicator as to what it's going to be like at Lambeau Field over the next several weeks, um, good luck to whoever wants to try and go in there and win a playoff game. I mean, who can do it? I don't think anybody can. Who can do it? I think Tampa Bay is too banged up, um, and, and now... <laughs> They're even more shorthanded based on uh, what happened with Antonio Brown. I don't see anybody in the NFC. I the Rams. I I don't I don't see it. I mean, it's possible. I think the Rams are a possibility. Again, we threw we threw Dallas out there. I just don't think Dallas's offense is. I just don't think they're good enough. I just don't think Dallas's offense. Is good enough. The one, the reason why I'm hesitant with the Rams is because I don't know that Sean McVay wants to grind out a game. Like it, it, it feels like he, he's he's tempted to. I've got Sony Michelle, uh, Cam Akers, maybe work those guys, you know, back in and run the ball and and play it. But it just feels like he's got this new toy in Matt Stafford, and he wants to show it off. And I, I just don't know that they'd be patient enough to just rely on the run and just try and win a game like that. I, I, I don't, and, and look, Matt Stafford, the Rams are, are, would be a good possible team to go into Lambeau Field and, and pull off a win like that. Matt Stafford's played there his entire career. He knows that place. He knows that environment. Knows he knows the situation. Knows yeah, but yeah, th- yeah, there's that as well, too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but I just... I came away from last night looking at that game, and I know it was Sean Mannion and, and Kirk Cousins wasn't available and all that. It just... That weather and those conditions just seem like they're a problem but it for wasn't, anybody. It wasn't... First of all, Green Bay's defense played well last night. Yes. And then they were talking about it the entire time that they're missing Zadarius Smith. Yeah. So imagine getting him back and adding him to a lineup where Rashad Gary, Rashard Gary has has been opposite of Preston and the Smith brothers are reunited and you have now the experience with Gary. You you just have a a, a rotation that's pretty pretty phenomenal um but on offense i just don't know who is going to slow them down enough where you're going to have to have a complete a complete team 
to be able to beat them. And and I don't look at Dallas as that complete team. I don't look at Tampa Bay as that complete team today. I don't look at that Rams team as a complete team today. No. I, I, I don't look at Arizona as as a complete team today. So it's almost like Green Bay Green Bay is in this like it's going to be their side of of the 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 conferences to lose this yeah and they were talking about it last night and it was collinsworth who made the point that like look it's all on the table for him i mean like everything is laid out for him the team that went in there last year and beat them in lambo in the nfc at all not even close and and all and the the other point that should be brought up when it comes to the packers and on offense it's not even just the Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams um, connection, which is the best in the league. Uh, Devontae Adams is the best wide receiver in the NFL. And to see what he's done uh, with Aaron Rodgers and the numbers those guys have put up, and they talked about it a lot on the broadcast last night, just incredible. Man, they've got a two-headed monster at running back. Like a legit Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon. Like, like, how do you want it? Do you want Aaron Jones out of the backfield? Do you want him to, to slice and dice you? Or do you just want to pound the football with A.J. Dillon down your throat to finish off a game? I, I just – I look at them in the AFC – I don't. You could. You could. You know. Throw anybody after Kansas City, even though Tennessee's holding the one spot right now. Tennessee didn't look bad. Yeah, they didn't. And they didn't and look bad. and Derrick Henry is starting to to get back. I don't and, trust and, them. Yeah, but they didn't. Look I, bad. I I I don't trust them either. But I look at the AFC as more up in the air. I think the NFC's a wrap. I I think it's Green Bay, and and I think whoever goes in there uh, is going to have a problem, no matter who it is. I just don't see anybody matching up. With yeah, them. I just don't see who can do it. I just do not see who can do it out of those teams that are out there. I mean, I guess you could say Lightning could strike in a team like the Rams could have one of those days. You could say that Dallas could have one of those days. I mean, Philly runs the football, is is committed to They have to run running. it well. Yeah. Um, they have run it well. Now, Miles but, Sanders is still nursing a broken hand. I don't think you're able to – first off, I'm not putting Philly in the class of the upper echelon no. NFC team. No. So so I could care less that they can run the ball. That's Let me start there. Uh, but teams that you're looking at, if Tampa Bay still had Leonard Fournette, if they had Godwin, yeah. then now you're saying, okay – this this is going to turn into a rematch of last year, and we're going to have to see if if Tom Brady can go into Lambeau and do it again. But that's not going to be the case this year. And when you look at the re- – like, you would say that Dallas is the best matchup, period. Personnel-wise speaking, period. You got two running backs. You got a massive – Good uh, offensive line, a Hall of Fame, future Hall of Famer, um, Pro Bowls all over the place. You got receivers. You got a franchise quarterback. Now your defense is playing up to up to par. Your defense is playing at a super high level. You would say to yourself that it's definitely Dallas. It's their year to truly contend for the division 
but it just doesn't feel like that. No, and look, if if they there were times this season, and and there have been times this season where Zeke and Pollard have been a great one-two punch, and there's and there's a lot of similarities between that and what Green Bay is doing, but they're so hit or miss that I I just don't know that you can rely on them in that environment to go in there and win a game. Arizona is an an interesting one if Connor's healthy. If he's healthy and you've got Chase Edmonds and Kyler Murray uh, it, it is mobile enough, like Arizona. That's intriguing. Like, like they, they are. Like that's that's an intriguing matchup. But, man, we don't know if Arizona is going to be able to even get out of the first round. I mean, it looks like right now they're going to draw Dallas. And then you just wait and see how everything plays out from there. I just I, – I came away from this weekend looking at the AFC going, all right, we all kind of feel like Kansas City's the team. And then after that, I mean, it's a roll of the dice. It could be Cincy. It could be Buffalo. It could be Tennessee. It could, could be New Andy. England. Yeah, Indianapolis. Uh, um, the Raiders or Chargers. Like, I, I, like none of those teams would surprise me if they made a run and got to an AFC title game. But in the NFC, it I— It wouldn't surprise me if the Chiefs went out in the first round this year. It would not. I agree. It would not surprise me. The AFC is completely up in the air. The only team that I'm not sitting here, I, I'm saying I would be blown away if they didn't make it to the Super Bowl is Green Bay. 100. percent I think I think they have widened the gap between them and every other team in the NFL. I I think Green Bay is the best team in the league, um, and just based on where they're at. And that place and having to go into to Green Bay and go into Lambeau Field like th- that has to. And I know last year Tampa Bay went in and got it done, um, but that has to weigh into the conversation at some point. If you're a team and you're a player knowing you got to go into that place in the postseason, doesn't that mess with you a little bit heading into that game? It's, just, it's cold, man. It's a it's a different type of cold when you got to go to Lambeau. This time of the year as well, it's just cold. And you better have a quarterback that can throw in the cold, and you better have a receiving core that can catch in the cold and and still throw down in the cold because that's a different type of cold. I'm telling you, when they say the frozen tundra, it is the frozen tundra. That's a different – when you breathe that air in, it you, it takes your breath away for a moment. Like you first get out there, it's like, <gasps> like yeah, you might even <laughs> cough because of how crisp and, and cold that air is. I, I think they have a tremendous advantage. I'm just trying to think of a team. I'm just trying to think of a team that would be able to travel there. Their defense be good enough, which it, again, the Rams come to mind where the defense is good enough, the offense comes to mind where the offense could be good enough, the Rams come to mind. I I just I feel like Arizona, that's that's a that's a that's a coin flip. That's a toss. Dallas, that's a toss, because I just don't trust their offense. Yeah. And I'm not sure that they'll have enough defense against Green Bay for four quarters. I just don't I think it's got to be the Rams or it's got to be and, – and it's crazy to think. I guess you look at Arizona and you say, again, if Kyler Murray stays healthy enough to do what Kyler Murray does, 
he could be a problem. And and also another thing that I that I should have pointed out, Arizona's eight and one on the road. I mean, they have all season long have shown we will go on the road. But can they deal with That's, that weather yes. at this time of the year? And and look, I don't know that a week makes that much of a difference, but it might to where all of a sudden, you know, the games that were being played at Lambeau Field are now being played a week later than they would in a normal season. So that that extra week could could impact, you know, the temperature even a little bit. Or it's going to be cold. Yes. It's a problem. And you're Arizona, so you're from the desert. Like, you understand desert night cold, and it gets cold, gets really cold. On those streets. Not like there. Yeah. Not like in Green Bay. Do you remember the the coldest moment of your life? Like, the where, where you, you can recall where you were when you were like, that's a different kind of cold. Yes. And one of the times was in Green Bay. <laughs> one time, one time, one time was... In Wisconsin, Wisconsin. Yeah. We were playing against Wisconsin. Cold. I, I can remember walking through uh, in downtown Chicago at the body I of remember mine. my last game, the last game of the season against Chicago. And them Bama's had the nerve to have lukewarm showers. Straight up bitch move. Yeah. That's a that's home field advantage. Luke warm showers, bro. We 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 came off that field like <laughs> right? And that's when you jump into the hot shower and it's like <sighs> right? Lukewarm. So you in the shower like I can man, I can remember walking in downtown Chicago and you know when you're when you're there and the wind starts blowing and it cuts through the buildings. They call it the hawk. Yeah. I, I remember we were my buddy and I were on the street like going to get something to eat and it was middle of the day and a gust of wind blew through and I remember it hit us and I couldn't breathe. I was like, Oh my God. And he said that's the coldest moment of my life. I was like, I, I don't, I don't even know what to, and just think, playing for three hours in that, mm. like it's, I don't, I don't think, in, I don't think people can actually relate to to what a problem that's going to be. But last night, coldest game of the year uh, by by a large margin, and it's only going to get worse. The there worst is when it rains. If it's that cold and it's raining. You could forget about it. Yeah, you that's can't it. win. That's you, a that is a no win situation. You you actually question why am I why am I doing this? <laughs> why am I here right now? Like you question your your love of the game. You question why why you would even do this. You know, one of the guys, and I don't remember the player, but it was on the documentary they did about the ice bowl. And one of the Dallas Cowboy players said it was the first time. In his football career, he questioned himself that that he said he didn't care if they won; he just wanted the game to be over. <laughs> like, like, think about that. That's a championship game, and he's like, "Keep it. Can I just get inside and and like put uh, a coat on?" And in college, Joe Paterno did not believe in in the heated the heated benches. Like we we well, that's be, torture. I, I told mean, you that, that is, before. Yeah, we would be at home games versus like Michigan State and Michigan. And we'd be looking across the way. We're sitting on aluminum, aluminum uh, benches with with the 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 jet heaters on the edge. On and they were little. They weren't even big jet heaters. They were little, 
and we'd be looking across and they'd be all bundled up sitting on them white benches that had the jet heat shooting through them so you could put your helmet on there. We would have to keep our helmets on during the game or put it right over in front of the, the jet the jet heater to make your, your pads and your helmet soft enough to put your helmet back oh, on. Oh, man. So these dudes is putting their helmets back on, on the, uh, the, the, the bench heater where it heats your helmet while it's heating you. Sometimes it gets so warm you got to get up like, oh, it's this is really warm. Like, I got to give myself <laughs> a little break. This is so warm, right? Not us. We yeah. were freezing. It's going to be uh, freezing as hell uh, in Lambeau uh, for the postseason. And uh, the number one seed is theirs, uh, home field uh, throughout. Uh, so Green Bay, again, uh, going to be an issue for a lot of teams. Uh, we are brought to you by Discover. Real credit card questions require real people, someone who understands your issues and works to resolve them with you. That's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives available 24-7. Discover exceptionally common sense. All right, it's so coming up next. Uh, you are going to hear the thoughts of one player in the NFL on – one of the most bizarre scenes that we have seen in a long, long time. It's yours right here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. It's Two Pros and a Cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio, Lavar Arrington, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Uh, coming up later on this hour, uh, we have got a change in the schedule for the NFL this upcoming weekend, and it's a smart move by the league. We'll get into all that for you here uh, on FSR. I want to let you know we are brought to you by one of our favorite cities, Las Vegas, the greatest arena on earth. Every game, match, race, and competition, it is always on whoever you root for, whatever sport you love to watch the biggest games are even bigger in vegas so make sure to plan your trip today at visitlasvegas.com so um antonio brown as we discussed uh, a couple of times throughout the course of the show uh he left mid-game uh, bucks were trailing and he decided ah, i just want to get the hell out of here uh bruce arians just said after the game he's no longer a buck uh, apparently according to jay glazer uh, arians asked antonio brown to go in the game he refused he asked him again uh he refused he said, okay, then uh, then get out. And Antonio Brown did. Uh, he listened uh, to his coach, uh, left, uh, and then went on to uh, you know, uh, put together uh, some sort of a rap song, which we will hear uh, later on the show. Uh, we can break down and uh, critique that. Uh, he decided to hit up social media. But Tom Brady, his quarterback, he talked afterwards about the situation. How disappointed are you? Uh, Bruce Arian said he's no longer a buck. Yeah, I mean, that's... Um... Obviously, a, a difficult situation, and um, you know, I think we all want you know him to to you know just I think everybody should find you know hopefully do what they can to help him in ways that you know he really needs it, and um, you know we all love him, we care about him deeply, you know we want to see him be at his best, and you know unfortunately it won't be with our team, but we have a lot of friendships that that will last, and again I think the most important thing about football are the relationships with their your friends and your teammates, and they go beyond the field and. I think everyone should should be very compassionate and empathetic toward um, some very difficult things that are happening. Hmm. Why? Yeah, that's a good question. Why? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because the only reason why we're having that conversation is because he made an ass of himself in front of everybody who was watching that game and now in front of the world because it's showing. It's not only showing on sports channels. It's showing on regular news. Yeah. So he made an ass of himself all the way across the board. Well, why, why do we need to be 
empathetic to that? Why do we have to be, you know, compassionate about it? Like if he wasn't as good as he has been in the past, we wouldn't even care. There are two comps to this from like what we saw yesterday. You mentioned it, Vontae Davis, who yep. retired yep. mid-game with the Bills, just said I'm out, but he didn't create a spectacle. And then there's been a couple of times where Dennis Rodman ripped off his jersey and just left, walked out of a game. But uh, other than that, I can't think of I've another I've never time. seen anyone leave the field like that. Yeah. like I've never seen somebody end their career that way because this is the end. Yeah, it's I've over. Never, I've never seen anybody end their career this way. I've never seen anyone of the stature and level of Antonio Brown bastardize their their career the way that he did yesterday. And and I mean I don't think there's any other way of putting it. I think he, you know, I think it's nice of Tom Brady to stay politically correct and give the tongue in cheek uh response that he's supposed to give, but in reality, if he wanted to say what he really was thinking, AB, you effed up. Yeah. And, and you effed up bad. You effed this one up really, really bad. And it made Tom Brady look like an idiot because Tom Brady has been his biggest advocate f- for a while now. And he continued to advocate yes. for him. Like Tom Brady w- wanted Antonio Brown with New England. Antonio Brown got to New England. He he, he scored. He was, they were playing Miami. He played well uh, on, on limited reps with the Patriots. And then they had to move on from him. And Brady was pissed because he felt like, no, you know, we need him. He can really help us. But Belichick said, I don't want to deal with this. Well, it was the off-field stuff. Yeah. That it's surfaced on the, the whole therapist and what what the the allegations yeah. were there was no reason to deal with that confusion and my whole thing is again you given the report that was put out there that he was he was told to go in he didn't go in then he was told to leave so he left yeah uh, I mean my whole thing is again it comes back down to that was a temper tantrum there's no reason sometimes you know when I grew, I grew up in a church family, right? I, I went to church. Then you guys bear with me real quick. Growing up in the church, and 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 uh, Christian faith, you very quickly realize that everything bad is associated with the enemy or the devil, right? It's like, don't let the devil fool you, or you know, beware of the enemy, and you know, anything that happens, it's like, you know, it's always attributed to that. And ever since A.B. gets in trouble and does things, it's always attributed to mental health. I know. Everything has been attributed. And, and, you know, one time, <laughs> I remember one time somebody was giving a testimony in the church. This is why I thought of it, right? And I heard my mom mumble under her breath, it ain't always the enemy. <laughs> <laughs> right? Right? So sometimes it ain't always mental health. Just maybe he showed y'all exactly who he is. Just maybe that's how, if you're not paying attention, look at his rap sheet. He shows you who who he is played out on the field. Maybe he's just a J-off. Like, like, come on. Okay. Yeah. Maybe it has absolutely very little, in fact, to do with mental health and everything to do with this is just who he is. That's the he shows you the character of who he is. It, if you can disrespect the mother of your children the way that he did, yeah, and it's it's documented and this film it. 
okay, there you go. It's not this is not this is not speculation. This is not us guessing. This is this is playing out on film. He shows you who he is. And 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 there comes a time where using excuses, oh, it's mental health. Using those things to to cover up what the truth of the matter is, which is don't diminish the fact that there are guys out there that are dealing with mental health issues and it's very real. Yeah. Don't diminish it by putting someone who is being exactly who they want to be and who they are in these moments. They always say adversity reveals character. It doesn't build it. It reveals it. He was in a moment of adversity and he revealed what the level of character that he had is. And I think that people would be wise to look at it at the face value of it just being that. It's okay. Some people are a-holes. It's okay. Yeah. That's life. It, 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 but it's this whole, oh, you know, we, we should really wait and see because maybe there's more going on. What do you need to uh, wait yeah, and see? I'm sorry. We'll, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. And if it turns out there is more going on and he's got he's got deeper issues, then we'll have that discussion when we it get doesn't, to it. It still doesn't justify yeah, it. Here's, it doesn't justify There's a lot of people that deal with a lot of things. Like, I, I know you deal with things. I know Lee deals with things. I know I've dealt with things. Brady, Eddie. Chris, who's in for Roberta, everybody's got something that they're dealing with. People don't even yeah. be knowing. Like, yeah. you went through some of the most deepest S that somebody could go through. Right as the show started. And nobody even knows. And But here, the point is, nobody used that as an excuse because to nobody, just leave. Because nobody cares. In the end, if you don't do what you're supposed to do, you will be replaced. Right. Yes. It's like you can care about and, and us as as like a group, we can care about each other and we can want the best for each other and look out for one another. But if you made a decision where you just went off the rails because of what's going on in your personal life and you lose your job here, I'm not quitting my no. job because you, you shouldn't because you melted down that way. Uh -uh. I'm not I'm not doing that. Yeah. So at the end of the day, I can come to you or you could come to me and say vice versa and be like, Var, are you okay? Can you pull it together? Like, can you get through this? Like, let's go. Let's do what we need to do. And if I pop off and I'm like, F this, F that, F you, F this show, I'm out, then you know what you're going to be like? Sorry you feel that way. Yeah. And you're going to be cracking that mic the <laughs> next show. Two pros and a couple of <laughs> One pro <laughs> yeah. and a couple of Joe. We're one pro <laughs> yeah. short. We may replace them and go back to two. <laughs> right but for now, it's one pro and a couple of Joe. <laughs> right into Done. A, right into a discovery. Uh, it's just like you, you move on. You get, like you, there, There's not enough time in the day to break out violins for everybody. Like there, There's enough people with real problems. You know who I feel bad for? Like This is who I feel bad for. Chris Godwin who, from all accounts, is a great awesome dude. dude. Great I know dude. Good. Awesome and you know, dude. You know, uh, we are Penn State Solid alum. Solid dude. He's in a contract year because he signed a franchise tag. He's having a phenomenal season, and it's gone. Gets hurt. Gone. Like, and, serious injury and, hurt. And we're talking, now there's going to be questions about his health moving forward, and you know how negotiations go. You mean to tell me there's not one team in the NFL who's going to use his injury against him to try and work the price down? This injury may have cost him millions of dollars and the type of generational wealth 
that 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 could play a factor into his life moving forward. Now he's going to be fine financially, but this is a guy who does it the right way. Signed a franchise tag to come back and play and, and be there for this team and put it all on the line. And he did and sacrificed his body to do so only to see the guy who they were depending on in his absence just say, yeah, I, I don't like where we're at right now. So I'm out of here and I'm going to go try and uh, catch an Uber and release some crummy rap song Look, afterwards. They were, they were I kiss my ass. I don't feel bad for the they guy. They were sorry. losing in the third quarter yes. when they was trying to send them I, back I, in. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't feel bad for him. I'm so, sorry. So he almost, you can almost look at this and be like, he quit on the team in a moment where he's like, we're about to lose to the Jets. Y'all sorry asses. We're about to lose to the Jets. And they still won. And then ended up winning. <laughs> you quit on them great. thinking that they're about to lose. It's great. You get kicked out. You, you well, get out of here. Like, were you embarrassed by Bruce Arians telling you to leave? Like, what really made you melt down to the point of where – you felt like you were leaving in a hero's manner, an influencer's manner. Like you throwing up the deuces, you waving, you smiling, like something ain't right. But that's something that ain't right. Do not continue to make it about a mental health issue if that isn't what it is. Yeah. Like- and, and and to me, we have been around dude too long now. Right? Like, you just went through how many teams he went through. If it was truly about mental health issues that were plaguing him, they would have forced him to get the the help that he needed before they signed him. Now, One of these teams would have done that. Now, uh, according to uh, Ian Rappaport, uh, one of the uh – the, the stories out there is that Antonio Brown, uh, the staff told him, uh, he told the staff that he was too hurt. When they asked him to re-enter the game, he said he couldn't because he was too hurt. Um, and then uh, he just refused to go back in and they said, can you get in? Uh, he refused to and then they told him to leave. So that is one of the things out there is that they tried to get him to go back into There's the game no, but he was too hurt. Th- it does not I mean, matter what the he, reasoning was. He looked like he was jogging off the field fine. I mean, I don't know. Like He looked like he was throwing stuff into the crowd that was fine. I mean, do you know, too, you know who's too hurt? Chris Godwin. Mm, That's too hurt. He's too hurt. Yeah. But you know, he's too hurt. But again, let's uh, let's you know everybody. Uh, you know, again, break out the violins for uh, for. But Antonio again, Brown. what I, I just don't understand. I, 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 you know, what I won't even address that because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what he was dealing with. He was at his job. Yeah. And 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 this is one of those jobs. The uniqueness of your job is that you guys are a part of the ultimate team sport. So everybody's got to carry their load. Everybody's got to carry their weight in order for you to have the success that you're seeking. And and he totally makes he totally makes things about himself. Like even if there was a reason like look at it this way. He's too hurt to go back in the game. Okay. There's a way of handling that. You you need to go back in the game. We think you can play. I can't go back in the game. I I health-wise I don't feel good I can't get back in there okay well then get off of this this sideline y'all gonna have to escort me off of this sideline I'm not walking off of this sideline I'm telling you guys respectfully I'm too injured to play yeah I can't go back in if you don't think that I'm that injured and you want me off the sideline 
then you guys have to escort me off because I want to make sure that this is well documented that that there was no just cause for you guys to kick me off this sideline. I I am not healthy enough to go back in the game. Yep. All right. So you take you walk him into the, the locker room and then you know what happens, Jonas? What happens is is the media says something may be wrong with with a- Antonio Brown. Uh, he's heading back into the locker room right now. Not any drama, not any pop-offs, anything like that. Now, wherever it goes from there, if Coach Arians or anybody else, the, the medical staff decides to say that Antonio Brown was healthy enough, in our opinion, to play in that game, then let the debate start from there. Let the debate and let the discussion start from there. You handled things as a professional. You felt as though this was the best course of action. Nobody's going to know your body better than you. And you go from there. You totally took that out of the equation. Yep. There was no reason for reasoning to be in f- a part of what took place because everything that you did after whatever the conversation that took place happened, you made a full – those were foolish decisions that he made. And I don't care. There's no way of justifying it any other way. Two pros and a cup of Joe here. Fox Sports Radio coming up next. It is the most anticipated musical debut or performance in the history of the NFL. We're going to hear from it right here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byer. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup, sits, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Carmen and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and we're you get your podcasts. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. We're going to be back on the air same time tomorrow, 6 a.m. Eastern time, 3 o'clock Pacific with the return of Brady Quinn. You want to do it? Making his uh, 2022 uh, debut here on FSR. You really want to do it? Uh, by the way, if you're a valued customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company, and that's why Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match limitations apply you moron how could you not get to these stories you moron these are the scraps and for that we turn it over to lee delap to find out what the hell we've missed so far on the show lee well you guys in case you did miss it antonio brown after leaving the stadium yesterday did get into the car of his buddy uh danny boy hustle something or other some some tool um and then <laughs> decided to release where are we going ab that you meant he had an exclusive yeah, interview with I ab mean. and then decided to pan back to himself to stroke his beard i don't know what he was doing but yeah. uh anyway ab meanwhile was dropping this little doozy take a listen to pit not the palace back, wait for the moment man to see you run down the field again brother i told you from day one this was going to be a tough move. You made it. You came through the fire. <laughs> be ready to see the light. Because the prayer is ready for you to be back. I'm from the pit, not the palace. I'm kind of stylish. Lifestyle lavish. Jump in the coop with no mileage. Run it. Run it. Style it. I'm, I'm from the pit, not the palace. 
And I think he does this for about two minutes. And that's, I like it. It's not that bad. I like it. To be honest, you know what? Yeah, you could have played the entire game and did what you needed hey, to do. And I'm, I'm Team AB. All right, I'm good. I'm good with that. Hey, if you're gonna if you're gonna retire uh, and uh, say bye bye to the NFL, you know, drop this little doozy. Is this the Halloween theme song underneath? By the way, is this the uh, Michael Myers theme song? It's a good beat. Yeah, I can, I can see that. I can see you hearing that. It's not bad. It's not bad. I was expecting worse, to be honest with you. We've heard worse. Um, it, you know. You're expecting worse from yeah. what you've seen. Yes. <laughs> but I, I mean, yeah. this is it's sad because you can you base what what you're thinking yeah. of this moment in time of listening to his song off of anything else other than the things he's done leading up to us listening to this? Yeah. I mean, listen, you know, the guy wanted to uh, pursue a, a career in rap and uh, Bruce Arians is trying to hold him from it. Does this I, make you guys – all right, so does this make you guys think that that was all a publicity stunt I, for him to do this? I want it to be because it's a better story, but I just think uh, he doesn't really think long-term. If, if, he, if he was a long-term thinker, um, I believe that he probably wouldn't have walked away from that $30 million uh, with the Raiders. Uh, well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, There's nothing else I'm going to say that's going to be better than that. <laughs> you know, or, or if he was a long-term thinker, he probably would realize, you know, maybe I should wear socks inside the cryo chamber. Uh, or know? or maybe if if I'm on this team and we're doing well and I'm doing well, that people <laughs> I mean, will yeah, look at paid. my song differently, yes. you know? I mean. There's that, too. Uh, uh, what else geez. we got, Lee? Guys, the NFL announced – the Week 18 Saturday doubleheader, as well as the regular season finale on Sunday Night Football. All three games are going to be divisional tilts with playoff implications. That's going to be Saturday, the Chiefs at the Broncos at 4.30 Eastern and Cowboys at the Eagles at 8.15 Eastern. And then Sunday night, we get the Raiders hosting the Chargers yes. with the winner advancing to the playoffs. Yes, winner take all. Raiders, Chargers, Sunday Night Football. That's going to be fun, man. In Las Vegas, that's going to be fun. So it's all heating up, man. It's yeah. it's turning into that exciting season that it everybody is. hoped that it would be. It's a damn good time. And and look, who do you think who do you think's a, a more interesting team in the AFC playoffs? Raiders or Chargers? Chargers. I do, I agree. But the Raiders are an interesting story it, now because all the stuff they've been through. And then you know John Madden passes away, and that's the most famous coach. And yeah, just a lot. So, uh, and, well, uh, arguably most well, famous. And, and we'll be back tomorrow. Go Chargers, go! Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.